Yes, 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 yes. Welcome to another interesting episode of All Things Basketball Podcast. And of course, I am your host, Coach Luke. How's everybody doing out there in basketball world? We're trying to get a little bit back, uh, a little bit back to normal around here. You know, like, uh, you know, last week was a rough week in the game of basketball and basketball world, but we're trying to get back to normal. And of course, all of the games that's going on will bring us back to life. I mean, you know, we got to keep playing. We got to keep balling, man. You know, we got to keep a positive outlook. All right. We're getting ready for episode 93, people. Episode 93. And the name of episode 93 is Snubbed. The name of episode 93, people, Snubbed. And, of course, I think a lot of people know what I'm talking about. You know, the all-star selection things of that nature, certain gentlemen that should have been on the team is not on the team, but we'll get into that a little bit later in the show. You know how Coach Luke likes to do it. I like to ease on into the topic of the show somewhere down the line. Well, let's get ready for episode 93, people. And before we get ready for episode 93, you know what we got to do. We got to tap in. Tap in the All Things Basketball Podcast on Instagram. Follow me and I'm going to follow you. Tap in the All Things Basketball Podcast on Facebook. And if you need good training, you know what to do. Hit the email button, leave your information, and we'll get right back to you. Download, share, like, download. Come on, people, All Things Basketball Podcast. It's for you. Let's go. Well, all right. Episode 93. Let's get it started, baby. Well, we got a serious rivalry going on right now, man. And again, we was talking about the all-star selection. Well, I tell you what, Mr. one Mr. Ben Simmons had a few choice words for Jason Tatum. Well, this little rivalry's been brewing, you know, because Jason Tatum is consistently made taking little shots about Ben Simmons not being able to shoot a jump shot, Ben Simmons laying, uh, as a bricklayer and things of that nature. So they've been going back and forth for the last year or so. But now I believe it's really starting to heat up. It's starting to heat up because they're in the Eastern Conference together. And, of course, the Atlantic Conference where the Celtics and the Sixers are battling to see who's really going to um, lead lead that situation in that conference. And so, you know, Jason Tatum is an excellent young talent as well as Ben Simmons is an excellent young talent. And it makes good for basketball. A little bit of trash talking, as long as it doesn't get too serious, people. You know, they're both phenomenal young players. As long as, again, like it doesn't get too serious. I mean, and it doesn't seem like it's getting serious. These two young men are keeping it on the court where it should be. And it's phenomenal that, you know, hey, man, when I used to play ball, no one would out-talk me. No one. I was one of the biggest trash talkers that... Walked around town, but I can back it up. I can back it up. So when you talk that trash, what I'm trying to get at, you got to be able to back it up. And both these gentlemen can talk the talk, but they both can walk the walk. But this rivalry is turning into something, man. They're back and forth on social media. The last time they played, they had a little war of words against each other. And so you're really going to have to watch this little situation between Ben Simmons and Jason Tatum moving forward, man. They actually, uh, you know, they might meet up in the playoffs 
and that'll make for some real serious basketball, man. Two excellent young, young talents, and right now they're going back and forth with a lot of trash talking. But again, like I said, they both can back it up. And so that's what's coming out of that Philadelphia area as well as that Boston area. Jason Tatum and Ben Simmons are going at it verbally and on the court physically. Wonderful situation as long as they keep it within the lines and play basketball and it doesn't get too physical. Well, if you were watching the game with Houston and New Orleans yesterday, people, I got to say it, man. Zion, Zion is here, baby. Zion, the number one pick, is getting his legs under him. And, man, did he play phenomenal yesterday. He really played some basketball yesterday, man. Zion Williamson is back, man. He's really, really playing. I actually like the way he played against the Memphis um, Grizzlies the other night also. He really performed very well, both games, against the Grizzlies and against the Rockets. Phenomenal play, man. He's really getting his legs up under him. And I think what happened with Zion when he first came uh, back from his injury, he was a little out of shape. Well, that's understandable. He needed to get in game shape. But I really believe he's in game shape now, people. Zion Williamson, the number one pick, is balling at a high, high level right now. And you're going to have to watch the New Orleans Pelicans moving forward. They also have an all-star in Brandon Ingram. Brandon Ingram is balling right now. And you know I love my main man, Jackson Hayes. He's doing his thing off the bench. So you got to watch. You have to watch the Pelicans. And I'll tell you again, Lonzo Ball is doing his thing too. So the Pelicans are a threat in the West. They're definitely a threat in the West. They might slip in that eighth or seventh spot if they keep playing the way that they're playing. But back to the, the, the on topic at hand, Zion Williamson, the number one pick, is a really balling out of control right now. And you're going to have to watch him moving forward. Tap in, baby. Tap in the All Things Basketball Podcast on Instagram. Follow me and I'm going to follow you. Tap in the All Things Basketball Podcast on Facebook. And if you need good training, you know what to do. Hit the email button, leave your information, and we'll get right back to you. Download, share, like, download. Come on, people, All Things Basketball Podcast. It's for you. Let's go. Well, we're getting ready to get into the topic of the show. We can't wait later or anything like that. We're going to just jump right into it. Number one, what does Devin Booker of the Phoenix Suns have to do to make an all-star team? This has got to be the third time that this young man has been snubbed from the all-star team. He's doing nothing but averaging 27 points a game. And, you know, a lot of people say, well, you know, if you're an all-star, you're an all-star. It really doesn't have to do with wins and losses. Baloney. Baloney. He's got better numbers than Chris Paul. But I tell you what, Chris Paul is balling out of control right now in that OKC building. And OKC is surprising a lot of people because they're winning. OKC, OKC is winning. All right? Now, Devin Booker has better numbers. But guess what? The Phoenix Suns are not winning. 
The Phoenix Suns are not winning, people. So when people sit back and say, I mean, it's your play that makes you an all-star. Not so much wins and losses. That's baloney because we're watching it right now. Devin Booker should be an all-star on all fronts, people. Devin Booker should of the Phoenix Suns should be an all-star over a lot of people that's in the all-star game. All right? Now, you can't pick everybody. And the NBA has a ton of stars. The NBA has a ton of stars. And so it's, it's pretty difficult at times. But I tell you what, I believe I don't know who should be off. A lot of people say, oh, well, Coach Luke, who wouldn't you pick? I don't know. But one thing I do know, I know who I would pick, and that's Devin Booker, man. Devin Booker's a phenomenal player, and he should be an all-star right now. But they haven't, you know, it's not over. I mean, somebody might come up injured, or somebody might uh, um, um, not play in the game and want to rest, and they definitely should slide Devin Booker into that game, all right? Donovan Mitchell is in the game. He's a phenomenal player. He finally got into the game. I think he got snubbed as well last year. This year, he's in the game. All right? And we, but also, remember one thing. It's about your play. It's not about wins and losses. But look at Utah right now. You can't deny Dev, um, um, Donovan Mitchell, excuse me, because Utah is playing at a high, high level. But back to Devin Booker. I really think he got snubbed, people. I really think he got snubbed. And you guys know Coach Luke is going to say what he feels, man. I think Devin Booker should be an all-star, and I think it's sad that he did not make the all-star team again. He should have made it last year, and now this year he hasn't made it. Horrible move. Horrible move. I, I, I mean, what are the coaches thinking about? They go to Phoenix. Phoenix comes to their cities too. And you see this young man, he just plays at a high, high level at all times. And so I believe Devin Booker should be an all-star. That's all I'm saying. And I think he got snubbed. Bradley Beal, man, another guy that got snubbed, but I don't think Bradley Beal cares. He's made several all-stars in his career. And I tell you what, he's performing at a high, high level. All he needs is his counterpart, John Wall, to get back on the court. And you'll have to watch those Washington Wizards down the line. But right now, Bradley Beal is putting it all on his shoulders. Bradley Beal is balling, man. If you watch the Washington Wizards lately, you'll see Bradley Beal performing at a high, high level. And, of course, Bradley Beal was uh, uh, the talks of a lot of trade rumors this summer. And I'm glad that the Washington Wizards... Uh, started using their brains a little bit and said, hey, one person we're not going to trade is Bradley Beal. One person that we're going to resign is Bradley Beal. He's a staple in the building, people. He's a staple in the building, and I'm glad that the Washington Wizards came to their senses and kept Bradley Beal because, again, Bradley Beal is balling out of control, people. He's phenomenal right now, actually unstoppable. Well, once again, tap in, baby. Tap in the All Things Basketball Podcast on Instagram. Follow me and I'm going to follow you. Tap in the All Things Basketball Podcast on Facebook. And if you need good training, you know what to do. Hit the email button, leave your information, and we'll get right back to you. 
download, share, like, download. Come on, people, all things basketball podcast. It's for you. Let's go. It really is for you. Let's do it. All right. We got that AAU profile, baby. That AAU profile. We're coming out of St. Paul, Minnesota, man. Phenomenal young player, man. Jalen Suggs. Phenomenal player. He's 6'5 guard out of St. Paul, Minnesota. All right? And he goes to the Minahawa Academy. Minahawa Academy. I'm sorry about that. That's a pretty deep one there. Minahawa Academy. Jalen Suggs. Phenomenal ball player. And his AAU outfit is um, Brass Root Sizzle. AAU outfit, Brass Root Sizzle. I like that name. That's a phenomenal. <laughs> That's an excellent name. Brass Roots Sizzle. All right. And our AAU profile for this show, Jalen Suggs. Phenomenal ball player. He hasn't committed to any colleges yet, but he's an excellent, excellent ball player. Can do a little bit of everything. 6'5 guard out of St. Paul, Minnesota. Well, all right. That's our AAU profile for this show, this Monday show. Trade rumors. Trade rumors. All right. We got Clint Capella and a high first rounder for Jalen Brown of the Boston Celtics. You know, every time a player starts to perform at a very, very high level like Jalen Brown, it's it's always a situation around trade deadline where you're starting to look to move them. I tell you right now, Boston, you better not move Jalen Brown. You better not move Jalen Brown. He's getting better each year, each game. Jalen Brown is a phenomenal ball player, and he's getting better with each game. He puts a lot of working on this game in the summer. He's a phenomenal player. You've got a superstar, Boston. You just don't know it. you got a superstar in Jalen Brown. But right now, the Houston Rockets are trying to unload that heavy, heavy salary that Clint Capella has. That's $70 million left on that salary. And so they want to trade Clint Capella and a high first rounder to the Boston Celtics for Jalen Brown. We don't know whether that's going to happen or not. But those are the talks that's going on right now in the NBA landscape as far as trades. Coming up with the trade deadline, I think it's the 15th, the day day before the All-Star game. The trade deadline is around February 15th. And so that's what the Houston Rockets are trying to do right now. And I don't think the Boston Celtics will bite. Danny Ainge is a phenomenal GM. I don't think he'll make that type of move looking at the way Jalen Brown is really playing right now. So that's what's coming out of that Houston building. They're trying to unload one Clint Capella. And Clint Capella is not always healthy. So I don't know how that's going to come off. That's probably why they're putting a high first rounder and attaching that to Clint Capella. Because Clint Capella is quite often injured you know, during the regular season and sometimes the playoffs where Jalen Brown is Mr. Durable. He'll play all, I don't think he missed games. 
for the Boston Celtics. Jalen Brown is a phenomenal player. Once again, people, tap in. Tap in the All Things Basketball Podcast on Instagram. Follow me and I'm going to follow you. Tap in the All Things Basketball Podcast on Facebook. And if you need good training, you know what to do. Hit the email button, leave your information, and we'll get right back to you. Download, share, like, download. Come on, people, All Things Basketball Podcast. It's for you. Let's go. Well, people, we've reached the point in the show that we always reach. If you want to be a sponsor of All Things Basketball Podcast, or you want your ass to your company to be on All Things Basketball Podcast, hit me up at All Things Basketball Podcast on Instagram and leave a message. If you go to my Facebook feed, hit me up at All Things Basketball Podcast on Facebook, hit the email button and leave your information. If you want to be a sponsor to the show, or you want the ads to your company to be on All Things Basketball Podcast, those are the two things that you have to do. Thank you very, very much. Well, Coming out of that purple and gold building, you know they've been rocking and reeling, and we don't want to go back into why, because the world knows why the Los Angeles Lakers have been rocking and reeling, but they are exploring to get another scorer in the building. And the only reason why they're exploring to get another high-quality scorer in the building, because Kyle Kuzman is up and down, up and down. I just don't know. I really like Kyle Kuzma, but I don't know what's going on with him. I don't know what's going on with him. One game he'll come out here 20. Next game he'll have 30. Following game he'll have five. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. I just don't know what's going on with, with, with Kyle Kuzma right now, but the Lakers are definitely in the market. They're looking for a guy that could put up a good double-double, 15 and 10, 17 and 10. That's what they're saying. That's what Rob Palenka is talking about right now. They need a third option to really solidify what they're doing. But they're also looking at the, um, the Los Angeles Clippers because the Clippers are loaded, man. They're loaded. At any given time, they could explode. Four and five players where, you know, right now, it seems to be a LeBron and AD show. You know, Danny Green, L.I., you got to pull. Where is he? All right? They got to perform. They need some help. And so that's why the Lakers are shopping around uh, and trying to see if they can get a strong scorer in the building because Kyle Kuzma is not playing up to the level that they expected him to play. And so that's what's happening in that purple and gold building. The Los Angeles Lakers are making no bones about it. They're looking for a third scoring option. Well, Kyrie Irving, out of that Brooklyn building, man, he's out again. And, you know, I don't know. Uh, he had a nasty spill. All right. And, and you know, there's been, uh, you know, they've tested it, MRIs and things of that nature. Well, you know Kyrie Irving has always had leg problems. And so you got to be careful with Kyrie Irving right now. you got to be real delicate when it comes to his knees and things of that nature. And so they're sitting, the Brooklyn Nets are doing the smart thing. They're sitting them out, and they're going to see, you know, what the test results are before they make a decision. And that's the smartest thing to do. 
But I tell you, it's been a rocky, rocky season for Kyrie Irving in his first year in that Brooklyn building. Now, when he plays, he's lights out. Don't get me wrong. When he plays, it's just that he hasn't played a lot. He really hasn't played a lot this season. And so you really got to look at, you know, uh, letting Kyrie rest a little bit and, and not jumping out there and putting him out there when he's not ready to be put out there. But coming out of that Brooklyn building, Kyrie Irving is off the court once again, and they don't know it's indefinite when he will return. Once again, people, tap in, baby. Tap in All Things Basketball Podcast on Instagram. Follow me and I'm going to follow you. Tap in All Things Basketball Podcast on Facebook. And if you need good training, you know what to do. Hit the email button, leave your information, and we'll get right back to you. Download, share, like, download. Come on, people, All Things Basketball Podcast. It's for you. Let's go. Well, the Milwaukee Bucks, man. The Milwaukee Bucks are still right there, right at the top, man, and they're still balling. I'm going to tell you, you're really going to have to watch the Milwaukee Bucks moving forward. Of course, you know they got that bad, bad man, you know, uh, um, Atentacupo, all right? He's a phenomenal player. Giannis, a phenomenal ball player. And so you're really going to have to pay attention. You know, Eric Bledsoe is starting to play very well. Chris Middleton is starting to play very well. They're starting to surge. They're starting to surge, and they're looking very, very good, man. And so you really got to watch that Milwaukee Buck team. They went on a little skid, all right? But that's like there's 82 games, people. You can't expect any team to just run through the NBA like that. And so the Milwaukee Bucks went on a little skid, but now they're back, and they're just knocking teams off, man. And so you got to watch those Milwaukee Bucks. And what I really like is they're preserving Giannis a little bit more. Last year, I think they played him way too much. And when it got time to get to the playoffs, his legs really wasn't there. I think they're preserving him a lot better this year. And that only spells trouble for the rest of the league. Those Milwaukee Bucks, they're balling, man. They really are balling. Well... A lot of people want to know what's going to happen with the Mamba Academy. All right, Rob Palenka. All right. Uh, uh, a lot of the Laker brass have come forward to help Vanessa Bryant in figuring out how to keep the Mamba Academy afloat. I mean, it won't close up. The finances are there. But the recruitment of young players, all right, that's one thing that Kobe Bryant would do. He would recruit and bring in those young players. And, of course, his wife is not involved in basketball like that, you know, and his other daughters aren't, okay? Hello, Jelly Bean Bryant is there. I don't know if they, they've thought about that. Kobe's father, Jelly Bean Bryant, would be excellent to run the Mamba Academy, though I don't think they'll do that. I really don't think Vanessa Bryant or um, Rob Palenka, those are the two people that are running the situation at the Mamba Academy right now. I don't think they'll do that. I think they might go on the outside and bring somebody in, but that's what's going on. A lot of people are speculating and trying to figure out 
how will that Mamba Academy still be successful? Well, I'll tell you what. It's always going to be successful. The name itself brings talent. But as far as getting the right scouts and things of that nature, that's what they're going to have to do. Because there's still, the Mamba Academy is still a very strong AAU outfit, and they will continue to be a very strong AAU outfit. All right? And so that's what's going on with the Mamba Academy. They're really trying to figure out who's going to run it, who's going to do all of the scouting and the coaching and things of that nature, because Kobe Bryant did most of that all by himself. So you're going to have to have at least five people to do the job that Kobe Bryant did. And so that's what's going on out of that L.A. area, that Thousand Oaks area in the Mamba Academy. They're really trying to figure out who's going to run the Mamba Academy Academy now that Kobe is gone. Well, people, it's been a ball. Episode 93. Wonderful. We're getting ready to hit that milestone. Seven episodes away from that milestone, people. I like to thank everybody that downloads, shares, likes, everybody that involves themselves with all things basketball podcasts that kept and stayed with me throughout this whole journey. I love you. All right. I'll see you Wednesday night, seven o'clock sharp. Good night. God bless.